Welcome to Foul Tips, the all-baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Listen in as Brent gives his views on the world of baseball, from the big leagues, to the minor leagues, to Little League. Foul Tips is also home to the Rick Award, and we are part of the Belly Up Network. So sit back, grab a beer, and let's get into it. All right, Foul Tips this January 12, 2023, the all-baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Today's show is brought to you by CollectibleExchange.com. Use promo code 1420CX for 10% off all of your sports collectibles, musical collectibles, memorabilia, whatever you got to fill up your man cave or your woman cave. Go to CollectibleExchange.com today and save yourself uh, 10% at checkout. Anyways, the uh, Carlos Correa saga came full circle, well, almost full full circle, full circle, went back to Houston, but came full circle back to uh, where it all started. Uh, last uh, last October, when he made some uh, goofy comments about being a, a piece of jewelry on a on a shelf at Bloomingdale's or whatever it was, but Carlos Correa got a contract, a sensible one at that, uh, with the uh, Minnesota Twins. We'll get into the, the details of the contract. The physical was obviously the problem that they had with the San Francisco Giants and with the, the New York Mets. It never happened. They've got uh, Doogie Hauser out of out of retirement, I guess you could say, and they found someone who would pass him on the physical. Found uh, the calipers that that they uh, that they liked to test out his ankle. That uh, get got the two contracts voided. That didn't get done or didn't get signed or didn't get finalized. I guess is one way of putting it. It's uh, a far, far cry less from the. Uh, the 13-year, $350 million deal that the Giants were going to give, and the uh, I think it was a 12-year, uh, $315 million deal that the Mets were going to give. It's six at 220 or 200, sorry. I find this a sensible contract as, as, as much as getting $200 million to play baseball is sensible, but that's uh, that, that's the way we are now today anyways. But it, uh, it doesn't make sense to me how this all, it can come out and the guy still gets a long-term deal. Scott Boris must be one hell of a, a smooth talker, obviously, to get this deal done. Back with the Twins, uh, a team that he basically had a stopgap year in there. What was probably his initial thought was to get the uh, he had the one year and a player option at thirty five million. I think it was he, he earned last year. He uh, tripled his money from what he made earlier on in his career. Uh, but for the, in the one season with the Twins, he left looking for different pastures. Remember, they're never exactly greener; they're just different. And he found a he found a few problems along the way. But like I said, Doogie Howser, MD, uh, signed off on the deal and. You wonder how that all came about. It doesn't make a bunch of sense to me that a uh, a guy with a bum ankle and a bum foot, and you had doctors saying no, 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 don't do this, don't do this, insurance wise or whatever it may be. You wonder why the twins went back and got the deal done. Maybe they know something that the other doctors don't, and they said, well. How about we do a six-year deal, and then uh, we're, we're, we think your ankle will be okay for six more. Uh, like I said, they put the calipers on there. They they measured the bone thickness and whatever it may be. I'm not a doctor at all. Doogie Hauser's a way better one that, that played that played that on TV. Doogie Hauser was a funny show. Neil Patrick Harris, right? Was that his name? The guy from uh, How I Met Your Mother. But anyways, he uh, he got the deal that he was uh, kind of looking for. There is the four years on the back end of this contract. If he can stay healthy, uh, if he, the ankle does hold out, and you got to think, who knows? He hasn't really been injured in his career. This the, the ankle injury happened in the minor leagues, and uh, he, he went pretty much uh, unscathed throughout his uh, his baseball career so far. He had a little stint last year uh, on the. Uh, 
didn't play less. He was never on the IL. He got hit in the wrist with the baseball. So he was out for the sore hand for a little bit. And then he had a bout with COVID. I think it was in 2020 or 21. It doesn't much matter. It was one of those years that uh, baseball was up in a, in a weird state with all the different things going on. The whole world was in a different spot anyways. So it's a good deal for, for the twins. I think they, they, they got it at a, at a, I think it's, it's a wise decision. It's a good, it's a good price for a shortstop and you're not going too long into uh, a guy's age. I think a guy at 27, you give him a six-year deal, and then he's 33, 34 when it's all said and done, and then you you, you go from there. The, the the back end of the deal, the, the money's a little bit lower, but there is some stability there. Uh, not that you went with after you've made $220 million on the first six uh, six years or seven years that he's going to end up getting with the Twins. If you can't make that work, then there's something wrong with you uh, and, and, and how you manage your money. Uh, it's, it's crazy how Boris can continue to do this. He can find a way. He can find the doctors. He can sweet-talk these teams into signing some Somebody. And you got to wonder if this is a sigh of relief for the the Mets. Maybe not the Mets so much because they uh, they got pretty deep pockets. As we talked about at nauseum on the uh, 1420 in the morning, 1420 show, the, the foul tip show we talked about all the time, that the, the Cohen's got a ton of money, and you wonder why that they, they, they stayed away from it. I guess smart people don't or don't don't uh, or rich people rich smart people don't blow money even though he could he could could have blown that money no matter what. So it is interesting that the Mets did stray away from it so quickly after like they, it was so quick they were so quick to sign quasi signed Korea uh, when the Giants deal deal went through. And you got to think that the Giants are really happy with this deal. They said, okay, we weren't the only ones saying that this guy had a bum ankle with the, with the Mets saying it. And now basically the Twins are saying it too, that we, we don't have faith that your ankle is going to hold up for the 10 or 12 years that, that uh, the other teams were going to give you. Uh, the, the, they're only going to give six. Yeah, I, I think it's a smart deal. Uh, he's a great player. He's a gold glover, glover in 2021. He's a hell of a player. I don't care for the guy. I don't like his attitude. Uh, he's on those, those, those no good cheating fucking Houston Astros teams that, uh, we all talk about. I, I've forgiven. I'll just never forget. I have forgiven. But I, I don't, I don't like the guy's attitude and the way he left Minnesota, uh, last year. Like I said, talking about the piece of, of jewelry at Bloomingdale's or whatever it was and the way he left, uh, the people of Minnesota hanging high and dry. I thought it was kind of a, a dirty, uh, backhanded comment that I don't. I don't think anybody should uh, talk to talk that way because it's the fans who pay your salary, kind of, sort of, and not really. These owners have so much bloody money, but the people at uh, you wonder how the people at uh, Target Field are going to react at the, uh, the the opening press conference and the whole bit when they reintroduce him to the team because uh, he he can't say this is where I was wanted to be. He can't say this is where I want to win because the, the Twins don't win. He can't say uh, th this is uh, my family, my, my roots are here because they're not. He was a one-year deal. He signed a one-in-one -one deal and the first chance he got, he was out and he was leaving and he didn't get any more money. He actually got less money than he played for last year for, per, per, per year basis, right? So you just wonder how the people at Target Field are going to react to uh, Carlos Correa throughout the rest of his, the remainder of his twins, uh, his, tw his twins tenure. The, the, the big thing for me is that the twins actually have a, it's good for the twins organization. I think to have this deal done and spend big money in a smaller market like this, uh, that say, okay, we're, we're committed to having a baseball team here. We're committed to maybe building a winner. We're committed to, uh, maybe getting some more free agents and bidding and, and building a winner because what you got in, in the American League Central is a bad division with only one team that was above 500 last year. You had the second team at 500, but Chicago Cubs or Chicago White Sox, sorry, but you had a Cleveland Indians team that you never know what you're going to get year after year. Uh, I'm 
surprised they haven't dumped into the uh, dipped into the uh, the free agent market a little bit this year because they had a, they had a shot last year. They went to playoffs last year and they gave the Yankees all they could handle in that first round. You just wonder if there is a situation here where the uh, Twins can go out and say, "Let's spend some more money," and the target field field uh, hopeful will be. Uh, They'll be quite happy with the way the organization is going. Uh, if you haven't been to Target Field, just want to get off on this for a second. If you haven't been to Target Field, it's one of these uh, these hidden gems in the Midwest outdoor place. It's great. I went one year uh, in May, I think it was. Fantastic time. The weather was nice the whole bit. It wasn't cold. People think that it's always cold no matter what in Minnesota and Canada and the whole bit. But it, no, it was a great field. And they had this one little... Uh, this is a stupid little thing about ballparks you go around. They had this thing where they gave you a, a you could get a, a, a refillable card. Uh, to, you put more money on like a credit card, I guess, a debit card, whatever you want to do. And it was a twins card. And they had a beer vending machine that you would go up, you tap the thing, hit the kind of beer you want, and it would come out. And you poured your own beer. No lineups. It was in and out great. That was one of my, the high, not the only highlight of Target Field, but it was one of those little things that you remember about, about different ballparks across that, the great land of the uh, United States of America of America that you don't uh, get to see every day at minor league parks or at uh, summer summer collegiate parks, whatever. But so that was one of the things about Target Field that I, I really, really enjoyed. I went on the tour. It was a great ballpark there in Minnesota. It's, it's really new. It's great, beautiful, uh, great sight lines, the whole bit. I, I, I quite enjoyed my time there in Minnesota. I, who did I see there that weekend? Uh, doesn't matter. I, pro- probably the fucking... The uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. I was on a tour every everywhere I went. I saw the Diamondbacks play for some reason. My brother thought I was a quasi uh, closet Diamondbacks fan. But uh, anyways, go to Target Field if you get a chance. If you do go, and, and just let me know if they still have those uh, beer vending machines because it was a, it was a fantastic thing. No lineups, no tipping. Blah, not that I don't tip, but the whole bit. Anyways, like I said, on that deal with the Korea deal, I I like that deal for for the. Uh, for the Twins, it puts them in, in a position to have a, a franchise shortstop, a guy to, to bolster their lineup, to hit the hit the baseball hard all over the place. He, he's going to put up big numbers. He always has. Uh, he's a winner. He won with the Astros, and so he's going to bring that kind of an attitude uh, if the people of uh, if, if the people of Minnesota accept him. I can't see them not because winning winning kind of cures everything. If he can put together a few winning seasons and get back to playoffs where they always end up losing the Yankees anyways, which is so odd that the Yankees own them the way they, they do and that's been forever it's been actually forever the way the Yankees have, have owned the Minnesota Twins so it should be interesting to see what happens there um, you wonder what this is going to do uh, with the Mets now what they plan on doing without a shortstop or without the guy that they, that they had penciled in uh, they're Still a good baseball team, the Mets. They 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 got Scherzer, they got Verlander. They're, they're the same team that they were last year. Maybe not even a bit a bit better because they do have Verlander instead of Degrom, who you never knew you're going to get night in night out. How many times he was going to pitch? You have. I think the Mets are still uh, still in a good position. They they are uh, expected to contend for the uh, America or the National League East. The thing the, the thing that uh, well, the team that might be the happiest right now might be Atlanta Braves because the Atlanta Braves only made the, the uh, playoffs in the last couple couple three games this season, and the Mets and the, and the Braves basically played to a, a 10 and nine record. I think it was last year and it was that close in the division. So the, the Braves probably have a sigh of relief because a guy like Correa who can win, win a game, get, get a couple wins here and there is war is probably five. I still haven't figured out what war is. I'll still figure that all out, but they have a chance to, to do some damage. The Braves have, have got to be really happy with it, with the, uh, with Correa not signing, signing with the, the Houston Astro or, or with the, the, uh, with the Mets. And it's a big thing. And you wonder if looking back, you, you wonder what kind of, uh, career 
or, or thought process that Correa does have about leaving Houston? Because uh, Houston's got one hell of a, a ball team still. I don't think anyone's done anything to uh, improve more than the World Series champions have. Uh, the, nobody's got, done anything to make themselves a whole bunch better. I know my New York Yankees haven't. The Yankees have bolstered their pitching staff, which wasn't the problem, but the uh, they haven't got a, a left fielder yet, so that's not the thing. Uh, so I, I can't see that the Houston Astros taking a step back, and you wonder if Correa's kicked himself in the ass for not taking a, a, a bit of a bath like some of the, the, the Boston Bruins do in the National Hockey League and, he, and how those guys stick around and stick around and they're contenders year in, year out because you, no matter what, you have generational money, you have enough money to, to uh, last you a lifetime. So you just wonder uh, if Korea does have a bit of a maybe I should have stayed around because if, if I'm making $20 million for 10 years and who knows what what the uh, the physicals would have been back then? Two more year, two more years of wear and tear on his ankle might might have actually pushed those guys away. That might have been the reason why Correa didn't get the contracts he, he uh, tended to get because he still got that that big deal last last off season with the Twins. So you wonder why the physical wasn't as in depth to give a guy thirty six million bucks. It's still thirty six million bucks, and it was thirty six plus a, plus a, a player option. And so you wonder what the physical was like for the one-year deal compared to the 10-year deal. Uh, it's like getting a, a, a 20-point checkup on your car or the or the 50-point checkup on your car, I guess, is what, is what you're paying for. It's one of those deals. So you wonder what the uh, the difference in the physical was and, and why they were so quick to give him uh, $36 million bucks for one year. But is there a, a longer-term health deal that the doctors know about? Doogie Howser checked a little more out over the years, but uh, it, it's interesting to see it at the Mets. The, the Mets went through it, but you know what? The Mets still have Lindor in their back pocket, so they'll be fine at shortstop. Uh, I don't know what the plan was for, for Korea. Maybe he's going to play third base What was the initial plan, but it never got to that point. But the Mets, listen to this one. Mark my words. Here's what I think is going to happen with the Mets. Because Cohen wants to win, and wants to win soon. He said within five years, he'll own that team. But here's what I think is going to happen with the Mets. Write this down. Go to Bodog or BetUS and put down money. Here's what I think is going to happen with the Mets. The second that the Anaheim Angels, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, or whatever they're called this week, the second that they are not a contender, which is pretty much right about now, uh, the second that that deal is done and they're they're not making the playoffs once again, and Mike Trout goes on the IL once again, and Otani's having another great year once again because he's the most he's the most valuable player, outstanding player, whatever you want to call it, year in year out. The second the Twins are out. On, or the, uh, the, the, I'm starting to mumble here. The second the Angels are out of a playoff contention, Otani's going to the Mets because they they won't be afraid to get a, a trade and sign deal done and give him fifty million bucks a year because that's what he's going to he's going, going to command. They won't be afraid to do that. So the second that deal is the second they're, they're out out of play, playoff contention, Otani's going to the Mets. Then the second next season is over. Manny Machado opts out of his contract with the San Diego Padres and their glorious brown pinstripe uniforms, and he also signs with the Mets. They're going to do it on the same kind of a day that they'll make the big signing deal. They're going to give Machado about $40 million bucks. Then they're going to give Otani 50 million bucks. They're going to have one day where they're going to give 90 million bucks per year to two guys. Mark my words, that's what's going to happen with the Mets. And in 2024, the New York Metropolitans are going to win the World Series. Mark it down on your calendar right now. Go to bodog.com and make that bet right now that in 2024, you are going to have Shoei Otani, 
and Manny Machado on the Mets to win the World Series. I'm I, I, I'm guaranteeing you that will happen, and that is a Brent original. It's a 1420 Sports original. Nobody, I didn't look that up anywhere. I didn't get get any knowledge, any insider tracking. I was just thinking about that today. That is going to happen. Otani finishes next year with the Mets, and then in 2024 they get Machado, and that's what happens. That's my thoughts. I'm sticking to it. Mark it down. That's. 14.20 in the morning, 14.20 at night, and the uh, Foul Tips podcast all brought to you by CollectibleExchange.com. Be, be sure to go to CollectibleExchange.com, use promo code 1420CX, and save yourself 10% at checkout for all your sports memorabilia. Baseball season may be coming to an end, but real baseball players never have an offseason. Plate Crate is baseball's number one baseball subscription service and is a perfect monthly baseball gift that delivers a box of baseball treasure right to your door. Every Plate Crate contains six to eight unique baseball items, including gear, snacks, training aids, accessories, and apparel. Plate Crate has a different monthly theme and has a retail value of $85 per crate. Plate Crate also has clothing and accessories for coaches and parents as well. Just click on the Plate Crate banner on our YouTube channel, Facebook page, or our Twitter account and receive 20% off your order with promo code FASTBALL20 at Plate Crate. Plate Crate, inspiring every baseball player, young and old, with baseball's number one subscription box, one Plate Crate at a time. This portion of Foul Tips is brought to you by Plate Crate. PlateCrate.com. Use promo code 1420PLATE. Man, I get a lot of these 1420 codes out there. 1420 plate uh, for 10% off for 20 bucks off your 20 bucks off your first purchase of your first subscription at Plate Crate. Uh, get the gift of baseball delivered to your door all year long. Great stuff for uh, parents and coaches and players alike. And just go to platecrate.com, check it out, and use promo code 1420 plate. Anyways, it wouldn't be a baseball bra- uh, podcast. From the Yankee Tavern North down here, uh, 1420 World Headquarters, I'll be talking about my New York Yankees. Uh, the Yankees last week, they pulled off a pretty big deal, I think, that's going to help them. And it'll, it, maybe it'll shut the uh, Yankee fans up. But uh, they brought in two old baseball guys, Omar Minai and Brian Saban, uh, joined the Yankees' front office. It's a great, I think it's a great move. Uh, this, this way we can have uh, no doubt that the, the Yankees are trying to go in the right direction. They're trying different things, and they're not just sticking with the nerds and the analytics or anything else. Every team uses analytics. Maybe the Yankees have just been using the wrong ones or don't have the right combination of analytical guys and and, and uh, old-school baseball guys. I think this is a great move for everybody, for the Yankees. I think it's going to help them out immensely uh, in for the upcoming games and the upcoming seasons and everything ahead because you have two guys who are, have been quite successful over the years. Manaya not as much as Brian Sabinall, obviously. Uh, Sabinall was with the San Francisco Giants for a number of years. He was the mastermind for three World Series titles in uh, six years or whatever it was. Uh, he was with the Yankees in the early 90s if you uh for those of you who don't know he was part of the uh, the crew that was that that drafted uh developed signed uh certain guys by the name of uh, the guy, they're over top of my shoulder if you're watching this on YouTube uh, later on but uh the core four he was part of that with the Jeters the Posadas Pettit and Mariano, he was part of that deal, getting those guys drafted and signed. Uh, and some guy by the name of Bernie, he was also part of that deal. 
So uh, he's been around for a long time. He was the mastermind, like I said, behind those those great Giants teams that won three World Series, uh, been a per perennial uh, contender. There were some lean years uh, for the Giants before they moved into uh, Pac Bell Park or whatever it's called now. Pac Bell was your initial one. That's, uh, I went there their opening season. It was It's a fantastic place. I've been back a couple of times since. It's a great ballpark, uh, great views. It does get a little bit cold at night, so if you do go there, make sure you bring a jacket. It's not the uh, warm California sun by any means, the, the trade winds that come off the bay, but it's a great ballpark nonetheless. It's I think it's a great signing that he's there. I think Saban's going to help a lot. He's uh, His title is the executive administration or advisor, executive advisor to the GM sorry the advisor so basically I'm going to tell you something listen if you want here's what I'm going to tell you this is what I know this is what's made us successful in, in the past use it at your will he's going to be the guy uh, that's going to be sitting beside uh, Cashman in the meetings you would think beside the nerds and saying a few different things here and there I think it's a great thing to get some old school guys mixed in with the, the analytical guys and make sure that they're using the proper analytics and not just the ones that they uh, that they think that, that they're going to use because nerds are always the smartest guy in the room no matter what and like I said every team uses the, the analytics and, and the books and everything else but at the end of the day you do need guys with a little bit of uh, a head for the game and a heart for the game and a nose for the game uh, what's that uh, trouble with the sound thing like Clint Eastwood had in that movie was a trouble trouble with the curve trouble with the curve or whatever I can't remember what it was called but uh it's one of those things that you see that it's good to have uh the the, the some older guys still getting a chance to be in baseball and uh, letting their voice know I'm not saying get old guy get off my lawn the old guys know know what know what's best all the time but having that that little bit of knowledge and a little bit of a feel for the game is very important as well uh Omar Manaya on the other hand a former Mets GM Expos GM as well the Montreal Expos days those were sweet uniforms too I'd like to see those uh, brought out in uh, Washington a little bit more and there's there's rumors that Washington's going to lose over 110 games this year or 120 that they're talking actually uh it could be ugly 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 in Washington but anyways, uh, Omar Manias is going to be the senior advisor of uh, of baseball operations. He's going to be behind the scenes. He's an old school scouting type of guy. He's the kind of guy that's going to be in the trenches, maybe the, the, a pro scout guy saying, this guy, yes, this guy, no. Just because the book says this, we, we, we're, we're not going to uh, worry so much about his war and his FIP and all that other stuff. We, we're going to make sure that the, the, he fits in, in the clubhouse. He's going to be a team guy. He's, uh, I think he's a great baseball mind. Both these guys are. I think it's a, a great thing that he's in there uh, getting these these guys going for the Yankees. I, I don't know how these deals came about because um, Tashman just got his new deal, a four-year deal to be the GM and the president of the Yankees for, for the next four years to come. Uh, he ain't going nowhere. There's a lot of Yankee fans who are rejoicing that he's going to uh, be – let go anytime he's not being let go he's going to be there for a long time and so i don't see uh i don't know who got this deal done if it was a if it was a steinbrenner thing bringing in these two two other guys or was it or was it cashman saying bring these guys in or was it something like hey we're available these guys were looking for jobs to help out because maybe they think the yankees are closer and they want to get another uh another world championship for for themselves and get another ring on their fingers or from in Manaya's case I think it would be his, his first one it would be Saban's fourth uh, in the last how many years so it's going to be interesting to see how this is all going to turn out with with the Yankees and anything else I'm just curious if the the uh, traveling secretary or traveling executive the secretary or whatever George Costanza's um George Costanza's uh, title was with the Yankees back in the day on the Seinfeld thing what was it traveling 
assistant to the traveling secretary. That's what it was. You wonder if that job's still available because I take that. You think George's probably retired by now and away from the Yankees. You've been fired or quit or whatever by, by this point, but that'd be a good gig. Uh, it's good to see that these deals are happening. It's good to see that uh, there's still some time, like I said, some guys for baseball. There's some guys that, that are, are involved and there's some guys that still trust in, in the, uh, in the old school ways. Cause I, I'm still a believer that, uh, like I said, smart people bunt and the like. So I think there's still room in, in the game of baseball that it, that's not done with a calculator or a computer and that you still, that for anything to happen, that little white thing has to go over the plate and then some, somebody has to hit the damn thing and there's running and stealing and, and the like. It's, a, it's the greatest game in the world. It's still, it's still near and dear to my heart, but sometimes the, uh, the analytics take take a hold that uh, you can't get off of. And I think that's that's where the Yankees are in a little bit of trouble still because they have not solved their uh, left field problem. They have not solved their uh, strikeout problem. They have the same lineup they did last year. They don't have a left fielder yet, actually, to be honest with you. I say bring back Brett Gardner. Give him a shot at, tra- at, at spring training. Who knows what could happen? Why not? What's it going to hurt? Bring him spring training. If he makes the team great, if he doesn't, you're, 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 you're none the wiser. Uh, I think that's uh, something the Yankees should look at. Bring bring back. Let let Brett bang is one of those things. It'd be fun fun to see. Anyways, 14, 20 in the morning every day. Make sure you guys well, let, make us be a, a part of your morning. And uh, for the 14, 20 show with Dave every uh, Monday and Thursday night we record. So it's out Tuesday and Friday. And then every uh, we got the Hey Blue thing. It's coming out later on today. Uh, this one will be out on uh, Thursday. So follow tips. We got a lot of uh, cool stuff coming on. We got some good guests coming up for, for follow tips uh, in, the, in the very near future, starting next week. The guys falling into my lap again. They're getting more, more, and more guests falling out of the woodwork. They want to be part of the the 1420 world. Anyways, we're only 33 days away from pitchers and catchers reporting. We are 44 days away from spring training game starting, and then we're only 75 days away from opening day. So it's all right around the corner. And before you know it, it'll be uh, baseball season, and we start talking about the. Uh, Outs and saves and balls and strikes instead of dollars and cents because that's what baseball seems to be in the uh, in the offseason. A lot of money getting thrown around. Congratulations to Korea. Congratulations to Boris for, for making this happen. you got to make sure you give uh, Doogie Hauser a pat in the back for getting that physical done for you guys. It's very important. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast and Foul Tips brought to you by Plate Crate, Collectible Exchange, and Seat Geek are the, the, the original sponsor of the show. Use promo code one four two zero. Pod at platecrate.com or, or at seatgeek.com today and get your te- uh, 20 bucks off your first tickets. Anyways, we'll get off the air now. And remember, everybody, smart people bunt. The following is a presentation of the Belly Sports Media Network.